Welcome to the Gut Goddess Show, a podcast for women who are fed up of being tired, bloated, and riding the hormonal roller coaster. This is for you if you're ready to create a better belly and gut health, balance your hormones, and create a more peaceful, happier mind. I'm Kezia Hall, your host, holistic nutritionist, coach, mom to young kids, trauma thriver, science and holistic geek, and this show explores my three-part methodology, the three F's for feeling good, food, feelings, and function. So if you're ready to create pain-free periods or ditch the toilet, food, and IBS drama and just create a normal, joyful relationship with your body and with the food that you eat without overwhelm, restriction, or crazy health obsession, this is the podcast for you and I am so glad that you are here. Let's get started with today's episode. Let's talk feeling fat. That big, often slightly obsessive feeling that comes over you when you just feel so fat and big and frumpy and whale-like. And what's going to help? What is going to help you like right now, this week, today, and long-term, what is actually going to help you to feel better about your body, your body composition, your size, your shape? What does it actually look like? And I'm going to be diving into that today. I'm going to be sharing with you a really holistic, obviously, approach as a holistic nutritionist and coach. And we're going to be diving into some of the practical things that you can do if changing your body composition is something that you want to do, but also into the mindset and the feelings aspect of it as well, which is really important. When it comes to feeling fat, there is two things at play. There is facts and there is feelings, and you have to address both and make space for both of those things. So that is what we're diving into today. And I was inspired to do this podcast this episode is particularly because I literally feel like so many people have told me how fat and frumpy and awful they're feeling not my clients obviously because they're generally feeling better and better as time goes on but I just got off a client call um this was, was the first one of the year so kind of we're mid-January and I haven't spoken to since before Christmas because just life and schedules and whatever and she made incredible progress over Christmas she's feeling incredible. I literally spent the session writing down what she was telling me as like a testimonial because she's been chronically ill for a long time and a lot of pain, joint pain, fatigue, cognitive impairment, all the things going on. I tried all the things, basically told not much she could do. And I was like, uh, no, there's loads we can do <laughs> in that initial free clarity call, which you can book one for you at keziahall.com forward slash book FYI. I'm taking on new clients in February. Um, in that call, she was like, I'm not sure if there's much I can do. And I was like, there is so much you could do to feel better. Like I 100% know you can feel better than what you do right now. Cause she could. And several months down the line, a lot of support, a lot of encouragement, strat- strategic changes. She's got her brain back. She, she's like, she even said, who is this person? Meaning herself. Like as she's due her period. She's like, I feel normal and I'm due my period. I'm not crashing. I've got a cold, but I feel fine. My brain is switched on. I can do the school run with the kids and not be in pain and not be aching. I'm sleeping well. I'm all the things. So wherever you're at, whatever symptom is going on with you, there's so much you can do. Hope is not lost when it comes to your body. Your body really wants to work, be working with you. And if it's not, if you feel like it's working against you, there's really good reason for that. But it's a problem that is solvable. For the clients that I work with, they come to me often really lacking in hope. And one of the reasons they don't want to invest or are nervous about investing money in working with me, because it is an investment to work with me. I think it's an incredibly great 
value. That's bad English. It's an incredible value investment that still isn't any better, any better. Anyway, I think the pricing of working with me is spot on. I feel really good about it. It feels really right. But I know for a lot of people, it feels like, oh, it's quite, <laughs> I, don't I thought it might be like 70 pounds a session. And I'm like, no, no, we're talking like four grand for six months work here because the return that you see is incredible. And because people, most of the time, the reason you haven't made progress yet or as much progress as you'd like is you haven't probably had in-depth support alongside in-depth personalized strategy. When I'm talking with clients who are nervous about working with me, it's because they don't think it's going to work. And the reason they don't think it's going to work is because we're trying to do everything on their own and follow generic formulas. But when you have a personalized plan of action and support, anyway, just everything changes. And I tell you all this, side, slight side note, but there is so much hope for you whether it's around weight loss that we're talking about today and maybe you've gained and lost the same amount of weight for like 10, 15 years, whether it's around your PCOS, whether it's around eczema, whether it's around your autoimmune condition, rheumatoid arthritis, or um, maybe you have psoriasis, maybe you have really bad endometriosis and endometrial growth or adenomyosis, all these things. There's so much hope for you and your health. There really is. There really, really is. It's just you've not been told it. You've not been educated it. And you, you've not been educated. You've not been taught it. You know, we didn't grow up learning about hormones and everything like that. And also the, the, the health system that we're in, in the UK and in other countries as well, is sometimes set up against you based on the kind of symptoms and condition that you have. And it's definitely more set up against you as a female, in my opinion. So side note. Also, I was feeling really fat the weekend. That's also why I want to do it now. I don't, I don't feel fat very often, <laughs> and I'm not. Um, I'm not. Uh, most people imagine a holistic nutritionist to be very, very svelte and very slim and very waif-like. And I am slim. Like I'm not. I, 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 ha I'm, I have a slim body, but you know, I'm not like an, a personal trainer, yogi guru. I'm just like normal. I think. For me, healthy for me. Um, so that's why we're looking at feeling fat today. Yay. I actually really quite like talking about body weight because it's sort of juicy and I have a really unique approach and a really good track record in terms of helping people lose weight if they if that's something that is aligned for them and they're ready for. Um, but before we dive into that, if you are, whether it's weight or whether it's like I was talking about before autoimmune conditions or your skin or your hormones, if you're looking to create a shift in your symptoms, in your body, in your health and in your habits, your healthy habits, if you want to create some changes and big shifts, but you're not sure how to do it, what to do or where to start, join me in the shift challenge. We are starting soon. This Monday, the shift challenge is going to begin. It's totally free. It's going to be five days worth of coaching with a really clear strategy and structure to, um, that is going to help you create the shifts that you want to create in your life. A lot of the time, people are really clear on what they want. They don't want to have IBS. They want to lose weight. They want to have pain-free periods. They're very, we're very clear on what we want and what the shift is that we want to create. What we are not clear on is how to go about doing it and what are the simple, consistent habits that you need to do in order to create those shifts. That's what sabotages people. That's what gets in the way. That's what people gets people stuck in this vicious cycle of, I want things to change. Things don't change. I want things to change. Things don't change. And that's what I'm going to do in the shift challenge. It's going to be so inspiring. You're going to feel really motivated and pumped up. Um, it's going to be really simple. 
I'll provide some meal plans for you and also there'll be teachings and a couple of other resources. But if you're looking to get inspired and feel motivated as we head into 2024, join me for the ship challenge. Okay, it's gonna be really good. You can go to keziahall.com forward slash challenge or just go to keziahall.com. You'll see shift challenge at the top in the menu. You can find it in the show notes here. Go to Instagram, it'll be up on there probably. Join me, it's free. Invite your friends, show up and things will shift and change. I know they will for you. It's just inevitable. And in February, I'm gonna be taking on new clients as well. I've got space. I can take up to four new clients for my new long-term program. Lots of things, I'll announce that soon, but that is gonna be over um, six months. It's gonna be called, um, actually, I'll let you know next week what it's called. I'll keep, I'll keep some things. I'll tease you with some things. Okay, right, let's talk about feeling fat. Because I've had a lot of conversations with people recently where basically they're telling me that they feel really fat and, and just like this huge whale inside their skin and it's occupying their thoughts and their headspace and their brain and they're feeling a bit rubbish. And even just this last weekend, so I'm recording this not like at the week that's being released, I definitely have had some fat feelings in the last week or so. So I've kind of changed up my schedule and I'm going to talk about feeling fat and what will help. And this is going to be really split into three different parts. We're going to look at the facts of you feeling fat. We're going to look at the feelings because this is primarily a feeling. This is primarily about the beliefs and meaning that you are giving to your body size or shape, whatever, whatever the actual facts are. For meaning, I can be feeling fat. I have maybe gained a couple of pounds over Christmas, but all my clothes still fit and I am not overweight or obese. So the facts are, I am not overweight. Can I still feel fat and like a big fat whale? Of course I flipping can. Why? Because it's a lot about the beliefs and feelings and brainwashing that we have had growing up. But there is also still facts as well. So we're gonna look at facts, we're gonna look at feelings, and then we're gonna look at tools that will help. Okay, sound good? Because I, you are too flipping gorgeous to spend your days feeling shit in the skin that you're in. Your body is this incredible temple, this gift. It is your home, your vehicle, your place to be while you are here on earth. And it's just a waste of time to be at war with it and to hate it. And it's also the whole kind of fat feeling. I, I know it very well and it can be quite an obsessive energy wasting rubbish use of our precious time and energy. I, I, you know, I used to feel fat all the time. You know, I started my first diet when I was 11. I joined a dieting club, you know, all the things. So I very rarely actually feel fat now. It's a really rare thing. Um, so at the weekend, I was almost like taken by surprise, but I was like, I'm normally like, you know, at best, you know, at worst, sorry, feeling neutral in my body and just really grateful for it. And often I'm just like being like, yeah, look at my body. This is great. Look at all the babies I've birthed. Look at the triathlons I've done. And I'm not a natural, um, uh, I am slim, but I'm not a natural, very lean person. I have a good amount of wobble, jiggle, whatever you call it. I'm, and I'm, I'm a bigger boned. I'm not a petite, you know, some nutritionists on Instagram and the yoga teachers that are these naturally very lean, waif-like um, body compositions, which is lovely to look at, but that's not me. And diversity is also wonderful and lovely to look at. So, um, it's, it, but it can take up so much of your thought and headspace 
and even this this weekend, I was aware of how much it was propping into my brain. And I was like, what the f- like, this is such a waste of my time and my precious energy. Like, what the flip is going on here? And I mean, I have a lot of these tools in place, so it's not really that big a deal. But I remember when I was feeling fat regularly, it would like affect when I got dressed in the morning, when I woke up, when I looked in the mirror, when I was out and about, when I was putting my coat on and being like, oh, this is a fat coat. Or when I was exercising and feeling like, oh, people are just going to look at her and be like, oh my gosh, she's too fat to run. Like it affected so like all day all day it was like I was being onslaughted or attacked by this fat feeling and like just overcome by it and and thankfully that is not how I have felt for a long time um because of some of the stuff I'm going to share with you some of the tools that I've implemented um but it's really not fun (laughs) really isn't so let's start with a couple of things that we'll talk about the feelings but first let's start with facts okay so what do you actually weigh or you might not want to weigh yourself. That's fine. What are the facts of the situation? So at the weekend, when I really sat down, I thought about this. I was like, Kezi, you've got all these feelings, which are, to be honest, total BS. Um, but, I, you know, I was, I'll, we'll talk about making space for them. But what are the facts? And I was like, you know what? Probably, I've not weighed myself because to be honest, I, have, I don't weigh myself regularly. Last time I weighed myself was probably about nine months ago. I might weigh myself, to be honest, just because I haven't, I have literally no clue. But... I don't know what I weigh, right? So that's one really factual information. Maybe you do know what you weigh. Maybe you weigh 190 pounds or something. Fact. That's it. You weigh 190 pounds. Fact. Or if like me, your clothes just feel a little bit tighter. Fact. My clothes feel a bit tighter than they used to. So you don't necessarily have a quantitative number, but you have that qualitative data. My clothes feel tighter. Or I've gone up a dress size. Or I used to be a size... 14, now I'm a size 20. Those are some factual changes. That's the end, okay, of said facts. You might have other facts as well, potentially, where you have other health issues going on and you know that your cholesterol would go down if you lost weight, potentially, or that your knee issues disappear when you're a lighter weight or your back problems disappear when you have a different quantitative description of your body in terms of weight. Fact, that can also be a fact where you know um, knee pain improves when I am, I don't know, 14 pounds down. These can be facts. Some, I would say though, you've got to be careful with that one because some health stuff, there is a lot of BS around that as well. There is definitely some health stuff that having excess adipose tissue, excess, excess fat on the body, and remember, that additional excess fat on the body isn't neutral. It doesn't just sit there and do nothing. It is actually endocrine disrupting. It disrupts your metabolism, your hormones, so many other things. So it's it's not totally neutral, but that that can sometimes be overplayed. There's a lot of fobbing off at the doctors, especially where it's just like, if you just lost weight, they basically ignore you and, and just say everything is about losing weight, which I think is discriminatory and terrible science because that is not actually what all the science says. You know, I've had people that the doctors refuse to check for them in terms of their fertility or PCOS or endometriosis because they've just been told they need to lose weight. And actually they've had like stage four growths, endometrial growths. And some of their weight, apparent weight, was all the swelling and inflammation from these massive growths inside their womb. So, you know just caveating that. So those are the facts. That's re- should be relatively simple and it can be really helpful just to state those. I've gained a stone. 
I've gained four stone. I've gained three pounds. Just to put it into some perspective, you got the facts. So that's real, that's that's a simple part. And again, you don't have to weigh yourself. I weighing yourself. You know when you've gained weight. You know when you've lost weight. I feel like some people really love weighing themselves. That's okay as long as it's not really triggering. I tend to not weigh myself on a regular basis. To be honest, just because I forget and I can't be asked in the morning, I don't. I actually am pretty detached from the number now. Um, because I did go through a period of time, especially after the girls were born, where I was weighing myself regularly. And I was much heavier then just so that I could really detach from that data, if that makes sense. So that I really, because your weight matters, but it doesn't mean anything about who you are as a person. But we have equated so much with this random metric of our body, which we don't do with other things. Like, you know, say you get raised cholesterol or your iron levels are low. You don't just suddenly go like, oh my gosh, I'm so ashamed. But we do when we weigh ourselves, which is, and I understand why it is based on culture, history, the brainwashing, the discrimination, the prejudice that is uh, um, there for people in larger bodies, 100%, but it's still kind of very illogical and weird. So we've got facts. Next is feelings. So you say you are two stone heavier than you were a few years ago, before COVID, let's say, that's a common thing. And you gain lots of weight and then late 30s, early 40s, COVID, you're several stone heavier than what you were. So next we'll look at the feeling. How are those facts making you feel? So for me, say at the weekend, I the facts of it were slightly ridiculous. I'd maybe gained a couple of pounds, maybe four pounds. I don't know, my clothes still fit, I'm guessing. But how it makes me, so that's the facts of it, but how it makes me feel can like become, consume all my thoughts, can make me feel unattractive, horrible, big, awful, all of these things, which is just, it just is what it is. So being honest about the feelings, how do you make them feel? Because the reality is you can feel fat when you have like eight stone to lose and you are in that very kind of obese category and by the NHS, which I think is a horrible terminology, but it's what we have to categorize. Um, or you can feel really fat and be like five pounds over your ideal body weight. And you know, it's, and it, 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 because most of the biggest problem here, what I'm trying to say is not the facts. It doesn't actually matter how much weight you have to lose or how much weight you've gained. The problem is how it makes you feel. And you can change how you feel today today. You can change how you feel. And yes, you can still actually work on changing and losing weight 100%. But in terms of how you feel, you can actually shift that today. You can actually change how you can change how you're relating to your body. You can change the obsessive thinking and patterns that you have every time you get dressed, every time you look in the mirror, every time you can actually do something about that today. So how do you actually want to feel? Do you want to feel confident in your body? Do you want to feel neutral towards your body, um, your, your weight? You know, you don't have to leap to like 100% body love, you might actually really want your weight to change. But instead of beating and being harsh and cruel and really passive aggressive sometimes, you know, and just or just mean to your body, you can actually be really neutral about it and be like, this is the facts of my body. I'm going to be neutral. I'm going to be detached. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be compassionate. You don't have to go to, I love the fact that I have four stone overweight if that's not true for you. And if that is true for you, that is brilliant. You are allowed to love being in a larger body. 100%. You do not have to become smaller in order to like your body and love your body and be proud of your body and feel sexy. You do not. That is a lie that we have been sold time and time and time and time again. 
and I'm sick of it. But it's also okay if you genuinely want your body to change. And I believe that true empowerment, <clears throat> excuse me, is knowing how to create the body composition that feels right and good for you, not feeling stuck in a body that doesn't feel aligned. And that might mean, you know, I've worked with people to help them to gain weight because they've felt far too slim and that hasn't felt aligned to them. And I've obviously helped lots of people lose weight because their body size, the facts of their weight were impacting their joints and their health and their fertility. There was some actual factual stuff going on. But the goal is that you feel free to be in the size of body that feels right for you and that there is options in either way, but that the appreciation and the love that you have for your body isn't dependent on the facts of its um, weight. The love and appreciation you have for your body, the gratitude even, even if you can't get to love, that's okay. You can feel gratitude for your heart beating, for your lungs expanding, for the skin that covers you, for the legs and limbs that move. You can feel so much appreciation for the body that you have, that even while you sleep, you breathe, your heart beats, your brain washes itself. As you walk through the day, your blood pumps through your body. You have your lymphatic system cleansing and washing you. You have muscles that move, that allow you to hug and kiss people. You have so much to be appreciative of, of your body right here, right now, even if it never changes. Your body doesn't have to work for you. Your body doesn't need to be alive in this moment, yet it is, and it is for you. So let's stop beating up it, beating ourselves up about it. Your body is here and it might, you might want it to change and it can change and it's okay if that's the case, but you can still appreciate it here and now. So if you're feeling fat and you just feel awful, start to do some radical appreciation for your body, not lying to yourself. You don't have to pretend you love your body if you don't, but you can appreciate the fact that you have toes, right? You can appreciate the fact that your knees move, that you can bend down if, if, if you can. You can appreciate the fact that your heart beats and you don't actually do anything about that. You can appreciate your lungs expanding. You can appreciate the hair on your head, the fact that you can see out of your eyes, that you can breathe through your nose, that you have skin that is intact over your body because it's really awful. If you didn't have skin intact, you can appreciate so many things about your body and also make a plan to change those facts if you want to. You can 100% change your weight. You can shift your body composition. I've helped so many people do it. It's 100% possible, but you don't have to, don't wait to feel, don't change what am I trying to say? You don't have to change your weight in order to like and accept and appreciate your body. You can do that now and it will change the way that you feel. Because the biggest reason people jump into dieting and all or nothing um, toxic ways of eating and diets, especially at this time of year, is because they're looking to change how they feel. So they le le latch onto something, some seven day detox that will change how they feel. Whereas actually you can do that right here and right now. Okay. And also there's some really practical tools and things that you can do to actually help with your body and your body composition because weight does come up with my clients a lot, but I approach um, body composition in a really unique way that's very holistic and very effective because a lot of the time when people come to it with me, they're aware that they, they mainly want to improve their health, but they also want to change their weight a lot of the time. Not all the time. Sometimes people need to gain weight. And so it's kind of a similar formula actually for gaining weight as it is for losing weight, ironically. So here are a couple of tools that can be really helpful. Number one, accept and love your body here and now. One practical application of that is for the love of God, get some clothes that you feel nice in now, right now. I know you might be planning on losing loads of weight this year. Great. 
You can sell those clothes on Vinted and eBay. Buy something that feels good now. Do you see the theme? Feel good now. Don't be walking around in some awful, horrible pants and jeans that just make you feel even fatter than what than you do, if that makes sense. Get some clothes that you feel decent in now. Go do it. Because actually, the ironically, the reason I'm harping on about feeling good, the more the worse you feel in the body, your body, the worse you eat often, the worse habits you have, the more self-pitying and awful and fat and horrid and self-focused you are on your body, the worse your food choices and habits are, the more likely you are to binge eat, the more likely you are to miss your workout, the more likely you are to say horrible things about your body, the more likely you are to stay up late doom scrolling. The worse you feel in your body, the worse your food and habits will be. The better you feel in your body, the better your your food habits will be. So if you're feeling really accepting and you might not love your body, you might want it to change, but you're really accepting of it and you really appreciate your body that the first thought when you woke up in the morning, which is often what I do, I, the first thing I wake up in the morning and I think about my toes and I think about my heart beating and I think about my lungs expanding and I, I mean, I'm, and I think about the bed that I lie on and how grateful I am to have a bed, especially at this time of year. Not everyone has a home and I have a home and I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful to have someone I love lie next to me. And I, and I, you know, all the, then I can, I can start the day feeling really good and I'm more likely to make good food choices, healthy food choices, food choices that align with who I am and who I'm becoming. So get some clothes, get some pants, get some underwear. Even if you just buy cheap ones and you resell them later on that feel good now, do not wear crappy clothes that you feel crap in because you're promising yourself, well, I'm just going to lose weight when I fit into my, no, yes, you can lose weight and you can fit into those old jeans. It's, I've done it. I've had lots of clients do it. It's 100% possible to you, but I want you to feel good now. Okay. Tool number one, feel good now, including the clothes and underwear that you are in. Number one, number two, ditch all or nothing. Don't be tempted by some 30 day, seven day, sugar, blah, 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 blah. If you have, especially if you have a significant amount of weight to lose, if you have a good chunk of weight that you really do want to lose and that feels really aligned for you, you actually need to change your life and lifestyle, period. A 30-day thing is not going to do it. That is the perfect recipe for yo-yoing and gaining and losing weight, gaining and losing weight, which is far more problematic for your health and metabolism. It is actually from research, we know that it's better for you to stay, let's say, four stone overweight for five years than it is for you to gain and lose that four stone several times because of the damage it does to your metabolism. So ditch all or nothing and you want to change your life and your lifestyle. This often requires support. So come and work with me. This is, this is a great, you know, this is what I do all the time, but it does require support. And also you might have, you might be annoyed about that. I remember being really annoyed when I realized I just needed to change my life, that the changes that I needed to make for my food weren't things that I was doing for a week or 10 days. They were lifestyle. Those those were forever. These were food choices to make forever. And that kind of really annoyed me. And I had to like feel some feelings about that. And that's okay too. But know that lifestyle change requires support for most of us. And if you've got a, a decent amount of weight you want to lose, you probably need accountability and you probably need structure and you need support and you need encouragement and you need guidance. Next thing is you need to have a systems-based approach to weight loss. Weight loss is not about the calories that you do or do not wait, eat. Weight loss and body composition is about the state of safety in your body, a meaning the state of inflammation, meaning how well is your hormones gut, 
neurotransmitters, sleep, insulin bounds, all of these systems, how well are they working together? You will struggle to lose weight if you do not apply a systems-based approach to your body. You need to look at your thyroid, your metabolism. You need to look at your gut health. You need to look at your sleep quality. You need to look at your insulin uh, regulation. You need to figure out what your carbohydrate tolerance is. You need to find the right macronutrients, meaning how much carbs, proteins, and fats work for you uniquely because we're all different. You need to get yourself pooing once, twice, three times a day. So many things. You need nutrient um, depletions to be repleted. You need to make sure you got the right amount of nutrients to help your metabolism, to help your thyroid, to help your brain. You need to balance your neurotransmitters. If your dopamine is all over the place, you're always going to be seeking out sugar. You're always going to be seeking out alcohol, always going to be seeking out cigarettes. So you have to have a whole systems approach to your body. You have to create, your body needs to feel safe. I always think about Think about when you have extra fat on your body. What is it? It's like padding. It's to keep you warm. It's extra energy in case you need it and keeps of starvation. And it's a barrier. It's a protection between you and the world. In every way, stored fat is a type of barrier and protection. So in order for you to release this protection, release this stored energy, your body, especially as a female, needs to feel safe. And safety from a really physical perspective is sleep, it's good quality nutrition, it's an abundance of the right type of calories, it's um, movement, it's um, your brain and your neurotransmitters being balanced. Safety is required for you to release any weight that doesn't serve you. And that's really how I look at weight loss. It's you getting to the place and through really practical support, I don't mean this in a woo-woo way where you're just thinking, I'm going to release the weight. I'm going to visualize releasing the weight and then I'm going to release the weight. No, I mean, it's about like really practical. You might need to do some detox work. You might need to do a gut protocol. We might need to support your thyroid. We might need to change the way that you eat. You might need to improve your sleep quality, get more REM sleep and deep sleep. You know, really practical, practical things that allow your body to go, oh, it's okay for me. I can lose weight. You also need to address cortisol. Cortisol levels, meaning stress and adrenaline, is, will always create fat storage and make it really difficult to lose fat. Why? Because when your cortisol levels are elevated, your body is aware that it, there's threat and it's not safe. What does your body do when it doesn't feel safe? It will store fat generally. And it's worth saying in some people, when the body doesn't feel safe, it will it will burn through fat as well, like fast, fast, fast. And that's when you can get very underweight, which also comes up with clients as well. And also you need a similar approach to that. So have a systems-based approach to your body and you need to create safety. And another thing, one final tool that's really helpful if you're feeling really fat is move your body. Move your body and get grateful for the fact that you can, that you can move. Whether it's yoga, dancing to just getting a really good playlist and dancing for 20 minutes like you're in a club and you've got like glow lights or glow sticks or whatever. Going for it, going for a run, going for a walk, getting to that gym class, going to a kickboxing class, putting, finding your favorite app with a free workout, going onto YouTube, finding a hit workout, move your body on a daily basis. And in a couple of like some days that might just be a walk and gentle yoga. Other days that might be full on run, hit workout, spin class, move your body. Your body is designed to move. You will feel fat and horrible in the skin you're in if you are sitting like a lump and a slug and unable to move. And obviously I've worked with lots of people that have different limitations in terms of and different abilities in terms of their movement. So whatever you can move, even if it's just walking, even if it's doing arm exercises, even if it's going to aqua aerobics, 
wherever your mobility is at, whatever you can do safely, move and really ramp that up to counteract the fat feeling. Whenever I feel fat, I always move my body and then I just focus on how you know, not everyone can move their body in the way that you can body. That is a real truth of the world. I've worked very closely with people of all types of abilities and physical disabilities. And it's something I'm very aware of. I can walk, I can run. And I and I don't mean this in a, a, a very, um, what's the word, like a performative way. I mean this, I feel this deeply in my body. I'm really grateful. I couldn't run for many, many years and now I can run and it's a privilege an absolute privilege that I get to do that. And I might not be able to do it for the rest of my life. So you sure as heck, I'm going to do it now and I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm going to enjoy being in this one body I have, even if it's not perfect, even if it doesn't look like some Instagram fitness influencer with like the perfect butt that even though I've got wiggle and stretch marks, even wherever you're at, I'm going to appreciate this body where I am at now because it's brilliant and it's mine and it's beautiful and it's sexy as I am right now. So moving will change your brain state it will release endorphins it will help with dopamine and it will really help you to feel differently okay so if you're feeling fat apply those tools one at a time and if you need help and support to change how you feel come work with me i'm taking on new clients in february so you can go to keziahall.com forward slash book and the when you book in a call with me honestly as a chat it's really informal doesn't commit you to anything but my program, my one-to-one program has changed and it is becoming even better, like even more magical and awesome. And I'm so excited about it. It's going to be incredible. So um, book your call. Otherwise, know that your body is incredible and that it's doing lots of really great stuff for you. It's okay to feel fat. It's okay to have feelings about that. I, may, I encourage you to feel those feelings. But look at the facts and look at how you can feel good now. Okay. Feel good now. You get to, you don't have to wait till you're a certain size. You get to do that now. Sending you lots of love. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you haven't left me a review yet, please go to iTunes, scroll down, look at ratings and review and give me a five-star review and leave a few comments. It really helps the podcast to reach more people. And if you want to know more about anything I mentioned in the podcast, you can go to the show notes at keziahall.com forward slash blog. And I would love to hear from you if you have any other questions. And please share this podcast with anyone that you know that you find helpful. Screen share it, put it on Instagram, Facebook, put it in your WhatsApp groups, screenshot it, share it with a friend. The more people that hear about this show, the merrier, because more and more women need to know how good they get to feel.